Welcome to Freedom Thinkers, where we analyze current events and political topics to promote free thought on college campuses and throughout America. Today we are discussing the results of the Kentucky governor race and Bevin's request for a re-canvas. I'm Parker Humphrey, here with my co-host Luke Johnson. Hello. Luke, why don't you go ahead and give us a, a basic rundown of what happened in the election. Yeah, so last last Tuesday was an interesting night for uh, the Republican Party and the Democrat Party in Kentucky, and there were a lot of different headlines that were put out there on national platforms and also local platforms. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, but first we're going to go through just the straight-up results. And so this comes from straight off the Secretary of State's website for Kentucky, Allison Grimes. And so according to her website, Andy Bashir and his running mate, Jacqueline Coleman, were the winner um, by only around 5,100 votes. And so Andy Bashir got 49.19% with 709,577 votes. And Matt Bevan and his running mate, Ralph Alvarado, got 48.83% with 704,388 votes. So that's around a 0.04, 0 0.03 percentage point difference between the two. So it's quite, quite close. And, um, in Louisville, um, Andy Bashir won by around 99,000 votes in Jefferson County. In the Fayette County, Andy Bashir won by around 35,000 votes. So that was quite a big deficit for Matt Bevan and his running mate to come close to with that big of a margin uh, for Andy Bashir. Uh, going down the line for Secretary of State, Michael Adams won a big upset race um, against former Miss America Heather French Henry. And he beat her by around five percentage points. Uh, the biggest race, other than the governor's race, was the attorney general uh, spot. And Daniel Cameron, the rising star of the Republican Party in Kentucky, won his race by 15 points with 822,000 votes against former attorney general Greg Stumbo, who only got 600,000 votes. Um, going down to Otter, Mike Harmon won his race by 14 percentage points. Not a big shocker there. Um, Commissioner of Agriculture Ryan Corals, he won his race. Um, kind of a young, a young guy. He's the youngest uh, state uh, political office holder in the nation. Um, and he won his race again for re-election with 58% opposed to Robert Conway, who got 38. And the biggest vote-getter out of anyone that night was Allison Ball, who won state treasurer re-election with 60 percentage points. Um, and that got her 855,000 720 votes versus Michael Bowman, who only got 555,013 votes. So we've heard a lot about the different discrepancies. Um, of course, uh, Matt Bevan did not concede on last Tuesday night. He decided that he was not going to concede since it was within around 5,000 votes, which is very close for a 1.5 million vote race. So he decided that, like most candidates, that they'll do a re-canvas. And so that re-canvas will take place Thursday, November 14th at 9 a.m. And so just to give some clarification on what a re-canvas is, it's not a recount of the votes. Um, in Kentucky, you don't um, you have to pay yourself in order for that to be done. So your first step is to re-canvas, which only means that the county clerks in each county will gather together. On each voting machine, they have the results tabulated and so they'll just make sure that the votes that were on the machine are the same amount as votes that they sent in to the secretary of state's office so that's all it is it's just kind of a double checking measure it's not any 
kind of recounting of the votes or anything like that. So we don't have that kind of process here in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And so after that, you either have two options. You can either just concede and let the, uh, Andy Beshear, um become the governor on uh, December 10th, or you can contest it to the state legislature, which is dominantly controlled by Republicans right now. And there's really not a whole process. In the Kentucky Constitution, it states that um, if so be it that the candidate chooses to contest the election, that it goes to the state legislature, and then the state legislature forms a committee who then uh, does depositions and all that kind of stuff, hearings and stuff to kind of gather the facts and gather if there were actually any irregularities um, that took place. And so that's kind of the two options that the governor has, and the governor has kind of hinted at maybe contesting the election, depending on what happens on Thursday, November 14th. And so it is kind of, we're kind of in the waiting period right now to see if the results are going to drastically change. Um, the governor has not really released any discrepancies, um, yet he says there have been some irregularities, um, but he has not come out and kind of given evidence for that. So on the Secretary of State's website, there are just a few things I've done some research this past week just to see if there are kind of some irregularities that the governor has alluded to. And so, for example, this comes from the Secretary of State's website, again, Allison Grimes. Um, and so, for example, this is Menifee County in Kentucky. So it says that Matt Bevan got 5,143 votes. Andy Beshear got 3,810 votes. John Hicks, the Libertarian candidate, got 220 votes. And so that adds up to 9,173 votes that were cast. Um, and then on the website for the county clerk, um, there were only 5,380 votes for Matt Bevan, where on the Secretary of State's website it says that there are 5,143 votes. Um, same thing with Andy Bashir, It says that there are 3,978 votes. And then on the Secretary of State's website, Andy Bashir has 3,810 votes. And then on the website, again, it says that John Hicks, the Libertarian candidate, got 227 votes, whereas on the Secretary of State's website, it says he has 220 votes. And excuse me, this is Anderson County, not Menifee County. And so there is obviously a discrepancy in this county that affects all the candidates' totals, so something is not, is not adding up there. Um, and then on Menifee County, it says that there were 2,116 votes total if you add up all the votes that each candidate received in Menifee County, Kentucky. And then if you go over to the right side on the website, it says that there were only 1,896 ballots that were cast. So it doesn't make sense that there were more votes tabulated than there were ballots cast. There was about 300 vote difference between the two. So these are some of the discrepancies that I think the governor is alluding to. Now, does this add up to a 5,000 vote margin? No, it does not, but I don't know if there are other, you know, things. There have been claims that people have been forging signatures in Louisville. Um, so there's just been small stuff like that that seems a little fishy. Now, I'm not one for conspiracy theories. I think that if you lose truthfully, then you should just be graceful and concede. Um, but there are some irregularities, and that's why the governor is going to be recanvassing tomorrow. And so, Parker, what do you think the outcome will come, or what do you think the governor will do if the vote total doesn't really change drastically? I mean, if nothing changes, I think. I mean, I think he should move on. Congratulate Governor-elect Bashir and be done with it. Uh, I don't know if that'll happen because he said, 
quote, I'll be darned if I lose in a dirt if I lose a dirty election. Yeah. Um so he's definitely not willing to give this up easily. Uh so I could definitely see him saying, Yeah, we need to have the legislation look at this. Um and there are also irregularities that he talked about was that thousands of absentee ballots were illegally counted. Uh, he said Kentuckians were turned away from the polls. Uh, however, he's yet to prevent, prevent ev- uh, present evidence of this actually happening. And so there's a lot of concern with that. And, uh, yeah, it's just a mess of an election. And yeah. fortunately for Republicans, they've won every other spot. Uh, so... I don't think losing this governorship will be huge, mm. uh, a huge hurt on Republicans in yeah. Kentucky. Um, I would like to say that like a lot of the people who are saying, oh, Kentucky's turning into a blue state, that is completely inaccurate, even if Bashir wins the election uh, and we move on and he's governor. I still think Trump wins Kentucky in 2020, and I still think that you have the fact that Bevin, the race was as close as it was, was just because Bevin was not a great candidate. Mm. Um, and so I think moving forward, you'll kind of go back to normal Kentucky where there's primarily red, uh, and then locally we'll still have blue candidates. Yeah. And, I mean, most people think of Kentucky as a deep red state and that it, they feel like it's been red for hundreds of years, and that's just not the case. There's only been six Republican governors since World War One, and so Democrats have had control for almost a century in Kentucky. And so it's not unheard of for, you know, like I said before uh, the election, there's never been a Republican candidate for governor reelected um, into, into the governorship. So it isn't, you know, odd or a lot of media, especially the national media likes to sensationalize and kind of predict and saying that Trump's not popular here in Kentucky where he still is popular. And like you said, I think he'll, he'll definitely win Kentucky by, Oh, at least 20 percentage points next next year. Um, so I don't think it's a huge prediction of what's to come for next year, although a lot of media outlets try to make it and play it that way. Um, so I don't I don't think that's the case. And um, back to the contesting the election, that's only happened one time in Kentucky's history where a candidate has contested the election to the legislature, and that candidate ended up, um, being assassinated three days after um, he became governor. So it's definitely a contentious topic and has not been looked upon favorably anywhere, but especially here in Kentucky. Um, so definitely, if that were to be the case, it would definitely cause some controversy. Um, but like you said, there was a lot of anger from teachers and people who just didn't like Matt Bevin in particular, not the Republican Party. But they just didn't like Matt Bevin where they didn't vote for Matt Bevin or they just chose to vote for Andy Bashir. So I think that another four years we'll see a Republican governor get elected unless there's some kind of interesting circumstance or something like that. But that'll be kind of interesting to see see what happens. Well, yeah, looking forward into the governorship uh, for Kentucky, I think Matt Bevin is actually hurting Republican opportunity here uh, by – not conceding the election. I think if you go on and concede, and then Andy Bashir has four years, and then we revisit, you know, with some somebody new, uh, then we might be able to win again and get an eight-year term. Uh, however, with Bevin already being as hated as he is, uh, he's not helping things, and I think you guarantee a Democratic win 
if Bevin does, like, say something does happen and Bevin gets the office, I think we guarantee a Democratic win in four years again hmm. uh, with this whole process, unfortunately. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what would happen um, if that were the case. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens on Thursday to see if the vote totals drastically change. I know today, today we're recording this on Wednesday, November 13th, there's a press conference being held um, by a group voting for election security is their, is their title. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, they're kind of calling on election security and it is a very needed topic, especially next year there will be attempts to either hack or spread false information on Twitter, uh, whether that's from Russia or other countries or even within. Um, so citing voter fraud is a, it's a big deal because it erodes people's trust in government. And, um, and so I just hope that the truth comes to light, whether that is the governor, there was big irregularities or there wasn't. And so I think, I think the governor will concede if there's not, if there's not big, big changes in the future. So we'll see. Uh, so now we're going to talk about just briefly the impeachment inquiry hearings that are starting today on Wednesday, November 13th. Um, today, two people are testifying in front of Adam Schiff uh, Intelligence Committee. Um, so Parker, kind of give us an update on what's been going on today on that in that hearing. Yeah. So as of the recording of this right now, uh, the Democrats have just finished up uh, their hearings. Uh, so the people testifying today are William Taylor, uh, he's the acting U.S. ambassador to Ukraine. Uh, and George Kent, he's the deputy assistant secretary of state. Major broadcasting networks will be streaming that every day um, for those hearings, um, however long that takes. So it'll be, be interesting to see what happens. So thank you all so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the results and the commentary on the governor's election for last week in Kentucky. Uh, we hope if you like what you hear that you'll share it and tell your friends um, and share on social media. So make sure to give us a like and give us a listen. So thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you all next week.